Earlier this week, I had a rather unique experience, at least for me. And this is, I happen to be around people that uh, I really do enjoy spending time with and definitely are very grateful to have them in my life. But because I am human and I can't control all the variables of what people are going to say and do and uh, what my experience, I can't, I can't even control what my experience is going to be like. Uh, in this case, what ended up happening was there was a story that was shared, and I know that there was no uh, uh, you know, intent to disturb me or trigger me in any way. I take full responsibility for the fact that I was being triggered. Uh, I didn't get deeply involved in identifying myself as the person who was triggered or who was deeply uncomfortable and deeply unsettled by the subject at hand that was being shared. In this case, what I did was I simply shifted, and it was not a willful shifting of my attention, but it was just as a result of practicing mindfulness, there was just this automatic ability, and this, is, this ability is available to any of, any of us that practice mindfulness or mindful coping or any meditative practices for that matter, that there is this shift away from deeply identifying as the person being triggered. And this is, as with many human beings, I can't say this is the case for all people. All I can really know is my own experience that I have, based on my life journey and, and formative experiences, uh, so in a lot of cases, I can't really even know, nor do I really need to know why something is triggering me deeply. But in this case, this was a rather lengthy story that was being shared and I recognized that I had two choices in that moment. It was something that I clearly did not want to hear. I, I was very, very uncomfortable. Now, I don't necessarily think anyone else other than me was aware of the fact that I was deeply unsettled and very uncomfortable. But at the same time, uh, I know that all I could do was make that choice. I could either get up because I was so uncomfortable and run out of the room and extricate myself from the situation, which in this case I know would have certainly hurt uh, someone's feelings. And I know that there's no right or wrong answer here. I'm not advocating that there's one way that's better than any other way. I've just learned to recognize over, over many, many years of trying to control all the variables being around other people that when I go out in the world and I choose to uh, associate with other people and get to know new people that I don't really know a lot about, there is going to be this unpredictable aspect to what my experience is going to be. And I certainly don't want to go through life uh, putting up, uh, what's the word I'm trying to use here, putting up boundaries between myself and other people to protect myself against you know being in a situation where I feel uncomfortable or there's a subject being discussed that I'm not really uh, at ease with for one reason or another. And as the situation progressed and as I was deeply triggered, and that's the beautiful part about this is that that was something I had no control over. It simply happened. And when I recognize, and the only reason I could recognize that I was being triggered was due to practicing mindfulness because being triggered, at least for me and many people that I've spoken with about this subject, 
the uh, the experience of being triggered ultimately is a lot of emotional energy. There's some sort of physi- physiological or physical contract. And I don't want to overgeneralize here and say that this is how it is for anyone else other than myself. But essentially what happens is I feel it in my body and I can feel it happening. I can feel myself closing. I can feel myself contracting and, 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 and basically protecting myself. And then what happens without any delay is there's this firestorm of thoughts that start occurring. It is just one after the other, and it's to the point of over being overwhelmed. I don't know that this is the way it is for anyone else other than myself, but this is what it feels like for me. And so when I'm hearing a, a story or an experience that someone is sharing that unsettles me, my mind immediately begins to picture what it is that's being talked about. Somehow, it's like my mind has its own way of recreating a representation of that of that experience. Or I guess what I might refer to this is as painting the picture. And I used to, in the past, would try to stop this process and tell myself that if I could just actually control and stop my mind from painting that picture then I wouldn't have to see whatever it is that I don't want to see in my mind if I could just somehow uh, control this. And I've never been able to do it. I was never able to do it, nor am I able to control it today. The only thing that I can really do is to continue to return back to this practice, to come back to my own center, to be able to come back to a place where I have perspective, where I have some headspace, And in the middle of a situation that I really cannot control, that I actually do have the ability to cope. I can be empowered to be able to sit through some really uncomfortable experiences. Uh, Now, I'm not advocating being passive to the point of of allowing oneself to become physically harmed uh, or psychically harmed in any way. I'm just talking about the everyday ups and downs of life, of, of just these silly things that happen. Sometimes not so silly. Sometimes they are just unsettling. They're uncomfortable. But most importantly, what I found is that they're uncontrollable and they're unpredictable. I did, however, try for many years to control this by removing myself, by actually staying uh, and being more reclusive, being more isolated because it was so scary to me to be around people when I could not control all of the variables. In this particular case, I found myself really just sitting with whatever reactions I was having. I, I did feel like I was being repulsed. I did feel like I was really shutting down and uh, not wanting to hear any more of this. And even knowing that, that uh, there was no intent on anyone's part to, uh, uh, to, on purpose to make me uncomfortable, it was just that there was not a recognition, nor did they know that this is something that I have a hard time with. And I also recognize that it's not all about me. And, and part of recognizing that means that I want to open myself up to people. I do want to be around people. I do want to have relationships with people. And because of that, I also want to uh, to be with them however they are, however I am, and however the situation presents itself. I really found it incredibly interesting to be able to almost sit in a different uh, position 
and see my mind doing what it was doing. And it was literally thinking about what it was, you know, what it was hearing, what was being shared, uh, translating it, deciphering it, doing all, you know, running all of these background processes to try to bring this story to life. And in a lot of ways, I found that it really was not doing me any good whatsoever. Uh, it was not helping me process this at all. But for whatever reason, and I probably will never know what the reason is, this is just what my mind does. And I don't know if this is the same for everyone, but I do know in my case that this is, this is how it works, so to speak. So as I continued to sit there and experience what I was experiencing, I just continued to pay attention to the one thing that I could pay attention to that really made a difference. And that was to really be compassionate with myself, to be kind to myself and gentle with myself, and to simply continue the practice. And all I really had to do, it wasn't complicated. It wasn't easy either. But it was just a matter of being with my mind, paying attention to it, being aware that I was thinking without trying to control what I was thinking, without trying to control what my uh, reactions were. I could simply just notice, and it was almost as if, aha, there, there I am. I, it's, it's really like standing back as a witness. I'm not trying to delude myself that it's not me, quote-unquote, but at the same time, though, what I find is there's this, um, there's this amazing, beneficial practice that allows a human being, if they choose to, to actually take the more of the, uh, the standpoint or perspective of a witness and simply see things happening as they are. And it was probably one of the most uncomfortable things that I had ever experienced in terms of something that really triggered me very, very severely and very, very deeply. Uh, but I also recognize that it's not all about me, that I, I want to be a safe space for people. I want uh, to be a person as much as I can't will myself to be anything at all or anyone at all, but I simply want to be a, uh, a safe space for people. And in, as a result of doing that, I want to be open. And it's the whatever the subject is that's being discussed, uh, it doesn't always matter whether it's a subject that I want to discuss or not, or that I need to discuss. Uh, but I want to basically be there with people and for people. And because of that, the only thing that I can really do is continue to just pay attention to my mind doing what it does without getting caught up in it, without having any beliefs at all about it without identifying as the person whom this is happening to. But if I can just actually be here, experience it as it is, recognize it, the storm actually passes. At some point, the story was concluded. Whatever was being shared uh, was, uh, that was, was resolved and was done. And then it was a matter of I felt myself starting to have fear about whether I was going to continue to keep repeatedly or repetitively thinking about this over and over again, that really became something that was a very deep fear for me. And the only way I could deal with that was to just recognize that I was beginning to have fear about whether I was not going to be able to stop thinking about this particular story or this subject. And I could just sit with those feelings and those fears and that uncomfortableness 
And at some point, I found myself being able to just be at peace. Uh, what I feared did not come to pass. I was really caught up for a little while uh, with a lot of thoughts about, oh my gosh, am I ever going to get this out of my head? Am I, am I ever going to, am I going to continue to think about this endlessly? And the great news was that that was really no different than what it was I was reacting to. What was then triggering me and making me uncomfortable, and this is not to blame myself or shame myself, but essentially I was the one creating the story, sharing the story with myself about this person who could not stop thinking about or wouldn't be able to stop thinking. And that's really what I want to share here is that I, what I found is that anytime I fear not being able to control my thinking or whether my thinking was going to just go continue to go to a place that made me uncomfortable over and over again, to just recognize sometimes that's what the mind does. And the more that I try not to do that, the more that I try to prevent my mind from doing it, the more I'm probably going to do it because of the fact that I'm putting a lot of time and energy, I'm investing time and energy into that. And I'm even though I don't really want to realize or accept that I'm thinking about it, and that's why it's continuing to happen most likely, I don't really know. But that is most likely to me what's, what it seems like happens in, in my own experience. That I really don't have to, uh, I don't have to fear that. I can, I know it may happen. I may continue to think about something for a while or it may continue to replay itself in my head. I can't, I certainly can't stop it. I certainly can't control it. But I do know that the more that I get, I get caught up in trying to make it not happen, the more that I'm going to be in that mind space uh, where I continue to believe that it, that it can and will happen. In this particular case, I can also say that uh, it, uh, days later that I'm no longer thinking about it. I, I made a note, I mentally noted uh, that this had happened and that I might speak about this at some point. But just a few days later, I'm happy to report that at some point I even forgot about it. And it just wasn't really that prominent in my mind. And so if I can just remember in those moments when I'm fearful about not being able to forget about something that troubles me, to have a little bit of faith and a little bit of trust in the process that life will continue to move on and that I don't necessarily have to be the one trying to will it not to continue. I don't have to try to prevent myself from quote unquote going there. Uh, this practice has ultimately made that possible through recognizing that all I really have to do by practicing, I'm just being present with my thoughts. I don't, I'm not buying into them. I'm not identifying with them. I'm not believing anything about them. I'm just simply uh, the person that, they're, that it, it's happening in my presence. And the more that I have practiced, and I didn't even realize that till just this moment, that I have just practiced being a person who happens to have a mind and a brain that actually thinks thoughts. Sometimes they don't feel good, but essentially that's, that is really just part of my human experience, that I actually can be open to, you know, I don't have to necessarily be a prisoner of my thoughts. I don't necessarily have to fear what my mind is thinking or, or in some cases believing because all I'm really practicing is not adding any, any energy to that, not uh, giving any more time to it, uh, simply letting it happen and just returning back to what actually is happening. 
And that to me is revolutionary in a lot of ways that I could be that person who is completely repulsed, uh, really, really deeply unsettled, deeply troubled by about what was being spoken. And yet I was also able to recognize that, you know, here I am in a, in a space where I can be aware that other things are happening besides this. There is good news that, that, that's occurring right under my nose. There are happy things going on. There is a, a lot of things that I'm, that I'm blessed with, that we all are blessed with, that if I can just be in tune with that, then I begin to realize that what's going on in my mind is not always the most important thing. Just because I happen to be the one who have these thoughts occurring in my head doesn't mean that this has to be front and center. That at some point, there's actually things that are more interesting to be tuned into in the present moment. There's a lot of things I can be grateful for. There's a lot of things that I can pay attention to, not at the, and, and not because I'm trying to not pay attention to this. I still do want to pay attention to whatever it is that makes me uncomfortable. I just, and I, and I had this phrase come to me one time, and I don't by any means think that I made this up. But really what this is a process, this practice is really about being more comfortable with being uncomfortable. And just being open to the fact that part of being a human being means that I'm going to have a mind that is troubled sometimes. I am going to be triggered by things and... I will have no way to control the way that that uh, the way that plays out. I have no way to control what that's going to do to me physically or mentally. All I can really do is to continue to come back here to the present moment and practice being uh, the witness, the person who, and it's not even really about being a person. It's just really a perspective. Just you know, letting you know, noticing these thoughts, noting them, realizing they're happening but not getting personally invested in being the owner of them. And that for me has been a real game changer. And while I, I don't look forward to my next uh, experience, my next human experience uh, of being really put off by something that shared in my presence, uh, it's not directed towards me. Nobody is trying to hurt me in any way. Nobody is trying to make me uncomfortable. It's just that we all have different perspectives. What some of us are very comfortable, and I realize this is obvious to everyone who's listening to this, but it, it, for me, it's just remembering this, that it's not personal. It really isn't, at least from my experience. It's not a belief that I have. It's just been part of my experience that this really, so much of our, so much of my interactions with, with other people are not nearly as personal as I believe that they are. We're all simply here now doing whatever it is we're doing. And sometimes we're not even aware of what we're doing. And that's myself included. I'm not always mindful. I am not always present. Sometimes I'm off somewhere else, uh, not really here, not really paying any attention. And uh, what's happening is I am uh, being however I am. I'm reacting however I react. When I'm not actually here, when I'm not choosing to be here, being a witness to that and being present with it. And that's all it really boils down to. And it's what I find is that being human, so much of what is difficult about being human is so many of the experiences that we can have as a result of being human that are deeply troubling and unsettling. But I also know that I'm, I'm so grateful that there is this practice which allows anyone who wants to engage in it to be able to actually be more fully human, to, uh, to stay more open to what is and ha what, however it is, whatever is occurring, 
and uh, not being able to control it, but being able to cope with it, no matter how troubling or difficult uh, or challenging that it is.